I'm Ashley. And I'm Jackie. Welcome back to Dumb Witch Club. Dumb Witch Club. I know. I feel like I said that with such enthusiasm. You did. I loved it. Welcome back. You're back. We're back. We're back. We're here. Why are we so excited? Are we excited because this is a... Mm, what is it? It's a... What yes. the cusp? <laughs> yes. What the cusp? Gemini Cancer cusp. Yes. Edition. Yes. Well, no wonder we're like all discombobulated. Well, you know, we're just sort of like flying real high and just all in our field. Yeah, we're like both. We're up here. We're down here. We don't even know. I know. Anyway, we're going to get to all of that. Yeah, we're going to get to all of that. <laughs> it's been a weird day. It has been a weird day. And before we do, um, Ooh. love to introduce this deck for our card pull today. I love it. This is the Oracle of Mystical Moments. Mm. By Katrin Wells sign. And it is lovely. I've had this deck. We've used it before. And yeah. it has very, very beautiful art and imagery. It's perfect for this. It's perfect for this. I feel like a Gemini Cancer Cusp would absolutely love a mystical moment. No. Oh, 100%. So I'm going to have you do the poll. Is that okay? Oh my goodness. Yes, it is. All right. Come on, transformation. Oh my God, please, no. Just kidding. I mean, whatever. I will accept whatever the universe has to offer, but please, no transformation. (laughs) It's not me. It's, you know, the messaging. Okay. Okay, Scorpio. I'm the vessel. Don't blame. Don't shoot the vessel. Oh. Oh. I mean, okay. Protective nest. Oh my gosh. I mean, you can't, they're not, is, okay. Protective nest. Oh, that's so Gemini Cancer Cusp. There couldn't be a more perfect one. It's birds. They're flying in the sky. It's a nest. It's grounded. It's nurturing. It's mothering. There's a mother image on here. Yes, yes. So the way that these illustrations are, they're almost like like Victorian kind of clothing, um, Mm -hmm. these characters. But she has this dress. And this high collar, and the dress is like made of giant feathers. There's like an egg tucked mm-hmm. into her, like a giant egg tucked mm-hmm. into her dress, like a robin's egg. Mm-hmm. And then her hair is done up in this whole nest, and there's a nest at the top, and a bird, and it's so pretty. Mm-hmm. It's perfect. Protective nest. It encapsulates. We don't even really need to go further in this episode. I mean, yeah. we will, but we will, we but have to. I love it when the card we pull just. It's literally illustrating I know. the exact energy that we're looking for and that we need. Mm-hmm. Happens so often. Makes me so happy. Same. Love it. How cute. How perfect. All right. Super perfect. Love that for us. <sighs> so we have a why though segment. We have a why though. We've got a why though. We do. Mm-hmm. And I feel like mm-hmm. it is a super... Mm-hmm. Slow mm. week mm-hmm. in the skies. It is. Thank God. Thank God. <laughs> right? <laughs> yes. So we can go into our protective nest and we can oh, nest yeah. ourselves and not do... Good no, point. there's really not a ton going on this week, which really is a relief. Um, yeah. You know, it's obviously like busy weeks and then this is a slow week. Yeah, so a slow week. Mm-hmm. the one thing that I wanted to sort of put a little highlight on mm-hmm. is June 15th, Mercury mm-hmm. will square Saturn. Okay. And that's a little bit of a difference. So 
squares have a reputation, rightfully so, of mm-hmm. being a difficult um, energy, a different, difficult aspect. Right. Um, because they're sort of in this locked in, like squaring kind of position, right? Yes. So when we think about Mercury, the energy of Mercury being this quickness, this dexterity, this sort of verbal communication, and it's sort of in like a standoff with Saturn. Mm-hmm. I would not want to be in a standoff with Saturn no. personally, um, because Saturn is about rules and foundation and very stodgy <laughs> and very serious, right? Like we have this little like professor <laughs> image for Saturn. Um, so you can kind of see how these energies wouldn't really mix easily to begin yeah, with. True. And so they're kind of having a little face off. So what you might end up seeing is the day being slow mm-hmm. and stuck. Mm-hmm. You might feel tongue-tied. You might see people around you maybe communicating inauthentically. Okay. Um, so you just want to kind of keep your ears open, your mm-hmm. eyes open for that. And I would just say be non-reactive. Just let it be. Let that square sort mm-hmm. of face off and slowly shift apart mm-hmm. as these always do. Yeah. And after that, you can gain some clarity. You're going to see what's up. Okay. That's not too bad. Yeah, not too bad. Not, not too bad. not too bad. Slow week, not too bad. Okay. I yeah. like it. Yeah. yeah. What you got? You got anything else? Yeah. There's a couple things. There's some <laughs> stuff, you know. Saturn's doing a lot. I feel like Saturn's doing a lot, but Saturn's it's okay. Saturn is going retrograde June 17th. Mm, but right in, after this. Right after this, but in Pisces. Yeah. So, you know, Pisces is going to soften mm-hmm. that energy. Not to say, like, you know, a whole lot because, you know, Saturn is still, like we just described, it's that taskmaster planet and is still going to bring that sort of hard edge. But you know what? Like, sometimes you need a hard look at how you're expending your energy, mm-hmm. how you're sort of um, showing up for yourself, um, mm-hmm. how you're treating yourself, what are these, like, attachments and these patterns and these things you've been doing around that and, like, Saturn will help you to, like, kick that habit and be like, okay, this is done. Like, you need to just stop it. Well, and especially when we think about Saturn going into Pisces. Pisces being that beautiful, yes. soft, yes. collective, unconscious, yes. and sort of, I mean, that can be frustrating for Saturn to sure. have to filter through. But that filtering True. will let it get back to you in a way that is maybe really actually nurturing and helpful. Mm-hmm. Yep. Instead of being like that harsh sound yeah. way. Yeah, so you can confront those like hard things that you need to do, but it's softened up a little bit. Yes, I love that. I yeah. love that. That's mm-hmm. great. Mm-hmm. Very good. Very mm-hmm. good. Yeah. Anything else of import? I mean, obviously, there's always things. We're saying it's a slow week for yeah. like, the major stuff. Yeah. There's always things. There's a new moon coming. Oh, yay. Love yeah. new moon. June 18th, new moon in Gemini. Ah, yes. Yeah. Beautiful. Love a new moon. We love a new moon. So you start fresh, you know. Release, release the things that haven't been serving you in the ways that you've been communicating. I feel like a lot of it is like communication. We are stuff. in Gemini season. Yeah. So what you said and these things, it's a lot mm-hmm. of like communication stuff. So I think the overall advice is like think twice before you do say, react, whatever. And mm-hmm. yeah, it's just good advice. Yes. Period. And so always, you know, do your new moon ritual, set your intentions. And as we move. Yeah. Through the rest of Gemini season mm-hmm. and into Cancer season, mm-hmm. things are going to be mm-hmm. shifting. Things are going to be changing. Yeah, you might need to readjust those boundaries. So Ooh. start thinking about what you are eventually going to want to do in terms of that mm. after that new moon. Give it some thought. Give it some thought. Yes. Okay. No, this is good. 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 Why, though? I like it. I love it. Um, okay. 
But Here now, we go. ooh, are we ready for this? What the cusp? Yeah. What the cusp? Are we ready for Gemini Cancer cusp? I think we have to be ready. Oh, we definitely are ready because we have a whole page written about it. Um, <laughs> yeah. No, I'm actually super excited about this because yeah. it's okay. Okay. Gemini Cancer cusp is called mm. the cusp of magic. It's so cool. Magic. Magic. Oh, it's just so nice. And so for me, I mean, there's a lot of things that tie into why it's called that. Mm -hmm. But for me, the main thing of why it's called that is Mm -hmm. because of the elements that are involved here. Yeah. We have air Mm -hmm. and we have water. Yeah. And they're both flowing Mm -hmm. and moving. And I feel like it's a very complementary, compatible, Mm -hmm. almost magical meshing of these energies. Absolutely. It, I had that all throughout my notes. It's that magical meshing. That's a lot of alliteration. I love it. Yes. (laughs) Major magical meshing. (laughs) Major magical meshing. Good. Yes. I was trying to come up with like a triple letter thing, but I couldn't. And so I just. And it just happened. It just, magically, it just happened. Magically, it did. It mm-hmm. just bestowed upon you and all of us. Oh, lovely. Yes. Yeah. I love it. I, I, it was throughout my notes like, this is so different from the other cusp periods that we've so talked about good. where there's so much fraught energy and like power yes. struggle and whatever. Like, that's not here. No, that's not here. No, it is not here at all. Mm-hmm. Um, so the Gemini Cancer cusp sort of falls in the few days before and the few days after cancer season officially begins, mm-hmm. which is on the first day of summer, roughly June 21st. So we're looking at a couple of days before that, the 18th, 19th, 20th, yeah. up through maybe, you know, obviously 2021, 20, 22, yeah. eh, 23, 23 maybe. getting up into there. So mm-hmm. this is the cusp period that we're looking at. Um, so I want to also say one of the first things that I usually like to look at or mention is thinking about the astrological wheel being a life cycle. Right. So as you know, if you watch all the episodes, we've moved up through the life cycle and I love this one too, because Ah. it really fits with this magic concept Mm -hmm. that the Gemini cancer cusp is basically like your 21st birthday. Yeah. Magical times. Magical. You're young. You're young. You're an adult, but you're not like a, oh, I just turned 18 kind of adult. No. You're like well into the beginning of your adulthood. Yep. Um, You're a real adult, but it's still fun. Things are special. Yeah. Um, Yeah. You've had some of your firsts, Mm -hmm. but you haven't had all of your firsts. Yeah, not even close. Which is really amazing. That's lovely. Um, Your first job, your first like big romance maybe. Sure. Um, it's just a time of really expanding and celebrating. I think the 21st birthday, I mean, it can get out of hand in Mm -hmm. certain ways, but Mm -hmm. it's really one of those big celebration birthdays. Yeah. And one of the last ones that a lot of people have until maybe you hit 30 or 40 or some of those milestones. Sure. Ages. It's the last of the major milestones at the beginning of life. Yeah, that's so true. It's so fun. And like you're an adult, like you said, you're an adult. But you're not an adult with super, super adult expectations. Like, yeah. people will still say, like, oh, my God, they're a baby. They're 21. Yeah. Yeah. Which is Which, so great. I mean, <laughs> when I was 21, I would probably have been like, oh, shut up. You don't know anything. Exactly. But I'm like, no, it's a 
compliment. It's a compliment. Like, take, take it. it. Yes. Take that. Like you're not expected to know everything and you're still allowed to be a little naive and to mm-hmm. be a little bit magical. Yes. And in your feels. Yes. And in your feels and excited about things and getting to do things. Yeah. So it's, it's like that Adorable. life cycle analogy is always so fitting. And I feel like this one's really good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love it. It's 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 great. It's a very, very interesting and wonderful combination of things. You've got that mm-hmm. Mercury energy and moon energy. And both mm. of those together are amazing. You have that like quick-witted expressiveness, that wittiness, that humor. But then underneath that is that that pensiveness, that really like consideration and empathetic like aspect. And like those two things together are magical things. Definitely. And I think it's also interesting, the moon and Mercury are the two bodies that are closest to the earth yeah. that are orbiting um, or that we're orbiting along with, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so it's just kind of neat, you know, it's yeah. like a very um, cozy kind yeah, of that's energy. That's true. That's true. It is cozy. Oh, that's so cute. Yes. Love it. And I feel like in the same way that the air and the water work with mm-hmm. the Mercury and the moon, you yes. know, um, just sort of, it's, a like harmonious yeah. combining mm-hmm. and all of the cusps are two different energies merging and sort of um, not merging but uh, transitioning I yes. guess is a better word mm-hmm. and I feel like there's no conflict really in this transition no it's like the ones flowing in and the ones flowing out and they're both like eh, yeah fine. it just kind of like spills over mm-hmm. like it lends itself because you're having the um the zodiacal shift at the same time you're having um the seasonal like the meteorological shift yes from spring into summer and that's such a like that's a lovely blooming mm-hmm. growing expanding energy it's not like transitioning into like winter where it's like everything's dying and it's like a cold snap it's not like that it's just yeah. continuing you know into just like lushness and beauty and there's like a giving over Rather than like a struggle. Yeah. And I feel like you can barely tell. Yeah. yeah. It's just like suddenly you're like, oh, it's summer. You yes. know? Oh my it's gosh, like so suddenly it's summer. Mm-hmm. It's not like that spring, like, you know, in like a lion and out like a lamb. Like, right. you know, that Aries Taurus cusp that we've talked about, that like real power struggle with letting go of that energy. Mm-hmm. This is so beautiful and flowing. So, how does the person who's born in this cusp period embody all of this. Mm -hmm. I think what you see is a person who is effortless. Yes. Who is inspired. Oh, yeah. Who is devoted. Mm -hmm. They're profound. And I feel like this person has a soft glow. Mm -hmm. This is not the person who, like, bounds into a room with, you know, that fire energy of, like, announcing themselves they're not the person that kind of steadfast hangs on like that earth energy like here I am Mm -mm. it's just this soft kind of presence here I am yeah they that literal glow I Mm -hmm. that is so true like they and I feel like that's really that um Gemini expressiveness of like this is just authentically who I am and I'm letting it shine and then that that cancer sensitivity Mm -hmm. um that tempers that so that it's not too much like they're communicators and they're expressive but they're also listeners and they're also receptive so they're not barging in like that they're 
they're just the perfect amount of themselves, but allowing others to be themselves as well. Yes. And I think even drawing out from others that yep. true selfhood mm-hmm. um, and really being an example of that and allowing other people to be that as yes, well. Yes. I think that, the, like you said, they're inspired. I think they're also inspirational in totally. that way. Like people can look to that and be like, I want to be like that. I want to embody that spirit. You know, I want to be mm-hmm. like that for myself and for other people too. Yes. And I feel like, you know, because of all of this, they are really um, pulled along in their lives by romance. Mm -hmm. And romance, I don't necessarily mean the concept of romance, like relationship. Right. I mean, romantic ideal. Yes. Like a romantic ideal of like maybe how to live a life of beauty and value Mm -hmm. or how to be like an artist or express things that are um, profound to them. Um, it's a blend of that airy and light with the deep and sensitive, Mm -hmm. that sort of romantic approach to life. And I think because of that too, they can be sort of prone to getting really caught up in those types of experiences sure, or even caught up a lot in relationships with people. Absolutely. It's it's making me think of the manic pixie dream girl trope. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, like a manic mm-hmm. pixie dream girl is a Gemini Cancer cusp for sure. Totally. Well, what is that though? Um, it's a trope that's in film where there's sort of this like um, quirky girl. Yeah, she's sort of maybe sometimes like ethereal and a little bit like yeah. on the periphery, but then yeah, she what wears happens? like wacky colors or she listens to offbeat things or something, and. Um, but she has a very romantic kind of view of life, very offbeat, different. And then there's going to be a character, often in like older films and stuff, it would be a male character, but it could be anybody who really gets like infatuated by this person and just sees like everything in this person. Um, And it can go a few different ways with how she Mm -hmm. sort of responds to that infatuation and that energy. And there's like different films I'm thinking of um, in which that's present, like Garden State is like one of them that I think is like mm-hmm. Natalie Portman's kind of that character where like, um, anything with Zoe Deschanel. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah. Like 500 days of summer. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Or like even like eternal sunshine of the spotless mind, which mm-hmm. is a different sort of take on it. And I think a deeper, um, more impressive take on it, but there is that kind of trope of that. And she's kind of like a, I'm not like other girls girl. And with the male gaze, it's a little bit problematic and kind of annoying. Um, but with another, like a nuanced perspective, it's pretty cool. Yeah, no, and it's kind of this concept of somebody maybe not being aware of how special they are, yeah. mm-hmm. and someone else recognizing that in them, which is like eh, kind of the part right, where right. it gets whack. Or you know, the sort of other version of that where it's like she does know how special she is, and no one else is really recognizing that. Yes, absolutely. Um, so yeah, I really think yes, that is sort of like a you know literary or film like mm-hmm. you know sort of trope that illustrates this energy. I mm. totally agree with you. Yeah. I think just dawned on me when you were describing. Yeah, it. no, it's really good. Um, and this, yeah, this person is is they're a lover, not a fighter. Yeah, and that can be also problematic. Mm-hmm. That lacking that fire, um, sort of intuition, yeah, and lacking that sort of earth groundedness. Absolutely. Again, they can get swept away and carried along by <clears throat> things. So the advice I think becomes like hold on to yourself. Don't get lost in the magic and the romance. Yeah, um, really hold on to who you are and make sure you're honoring that first. Absolutely. Yeah, it can be. I can see that. Um, like. 
really having that empathy and sort of that romantic ideal. And so I think sometimes these people probably place a lot of importance on how other people are feeling yes, and how other people are emoting and how that's affecting them. And I think that they're not always super in touch with what's going on inside or really able or willing to express that outwardly. Definitely. And it's interesting because I think that's where you see definitely that Gemini air of communication and yeah. that prioritizing um, being sort of not taken away, but the cancer, the the other energy coming in and sort of muting that a bit more. Sure. So that they're not just out there like in contrast to the Taurus Gemini <laughs> cusp, mm-hmm. you know, just talking and emoting and putting everything <laughs> out there into the world and like, yeah. you know, sowing all the seeds and all of that stuff. So, right, absolutely. You know, I always love making those sort of contrasts too because it also tells you how dynamic and interesting Gemini is in and of itself. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And we have talked a lot about Gemini recently. So of course. there's no shortage of content. Um, it's their season. It's their season. Yes. Yeah. They but, are the reason for the season. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, yes, we are. <laughs> I love that. This season, anyways. <laughs> <laughs> so great. Yeah. Wow. Well, what an interesting, fascinating manic pixie dream girl <laughs> i do want to name a couple yes. of um celebrity birthdays within this cusp that i thought were really illustrative love it so one of them is meryl streep oh wow and i think what we see with her is clearly being um, this tremendous actor the ability yeah. that very cancer ability to like emote and empathize and take on you know the embodiment of these characters and also that Gemini sense of like communicating that like with that's her skill right um but I think she as a person she seems very effortless and like she she almost doesn't care that she's Meryl Streep that's my impression yeah Yeah. she's like oh what yeah I guess you know like Mm -hmm. she's not wearing this as some big grandiose identity Absolutely. Just who she is. Yeah, she's like... Like she puts her glasses on when she's like reading a thing at the Oscars, you know? Like that Yeah, she's like, I'm just a person. Like this is just me. And everybody kind of recognizes how special I am and I kind of know and that's fine and we're good. And I'm just trying to be out here like it's fine. What's her birthday? Um, I believe it's the 20th. Okay, okay. Yeah, but I'm not 100% sure I didn't write down the exact date. So she's like a, a cancer-tinged Gemini-ish kind of energy. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's interesting. Correct. That's interesting because like because she has those emotions so she can like get in touch with the characters and emote like mm-hmm, you were saying. Mm-hmm. But like it's translating and filtering through that like that mind part, like the 100%. Gemini part. Yes. Yes, yeah. it's intellectual. It's yes. not just emotive. Yes, and that makes sense because she's on like that side of yes. things. Yes, 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 yes. Yes. Okay, so that's a good one. Um another one and this one's sort of I feel like it's a little bit um specialty, but Dr. Alfred Kinsey. Oh, Kinsey. So for people who are not familiar, um, he was really the uh, one of the pioneers, I guess. I was going to say originator, but I wouldn't say originator. But one of the pioneers in the field of human sexuality. Yeah. And not an unproblematic person. Right. Um, but really, again, pioneered this field that was very, I mean, it's, it's really about having ecstatic experiences yeah. and sort of that Gemini sense of cataloging these things yes. and putting an intellectual scientific eye oh 
on these human experiences and the depth of human experiences that people don't usually talk about. Yeah. And like the the taboo nature of these certain things, but literally like asking like your common average person. Yes. Wow. Yes. Yeah. That makes so much sense. Yeah. So that was an interesting one to me. Um, A couple others just to name Lionel Richie. Oh, who Aww. just freaking listen to a Lionel Richie song. Yeah. Just do us all a favor. Yeah. Listen to a Lionel Richie song. Please do so. I mean. We were just talking about Lionel Richie. I love Lionel We're Richie. literally just having this conversation. Yeah. And like in case you don't know, Nicole Richie's dad. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was actually a really sweet story so of how she Richie's came into yeah. their family. Like he saw her and she was not with a family like she was on stage performing and he saw her somehow I don't know the exact details but he just like kind of fell in love with her and said I want to adopt this little girl and she didn't have anywhere to be I guess and so he did he just brought her in I feel like it's very Gemini Cancer cusp energy totally just seeing this little person and being like oh I need her in my life I can help her I can be there for her you know that's so beautiful yeah so it's kind of sweet you know like that but also his music's just oh it's amazing his other daughter just got married too and I mean that wedding style let me tell you like yes her beauty like this is a tangent but her beauty was gorgeous her like Mm -hmm. kind of coral like blush look mm, iconic yeah I don't know it's her birthday but (laughs) I don't know I don't know focused on her dad right now (laughs) We're trying to. We're trying to. I tried to mention that. He's Anyways. also like, just talk about my daughters. Don't talk about me. I don't care. Probably. He probably would he doesn't be like care. that. That's he doesn't so care. cute. Sorry. He doesn't care. Okay, the last one that I want to name, and mm-hmm. I feel like this person, out of all the people that I already mentioned, really embodies this energy. Let me hear it. Lana Del Rey. Oh, man. Right? Yes. Like, just singing about cigarettes summertime and sadness summers. and you know i did coke in the stall and well but not only that it's like you know this pop. man is ruining her life over and over and oh, yes. over again yeah you so know sensual and just dramatic yes. and sort of nebulous and yeah wow and i think she's an artist and I love her and I'm not saying that her true personality is what is reflected in these songs like I don't know that but I think it kind of starts to get to the don't get lost in the romance don't lose yourself in the magic 100 of what you're feeling yeah because yeah there have been some things with her in the past so I can see now that you're saying that that going that direction but I think she's I think she's learned from those things and I think she's grown from them but yeah absolutely wow that's a really really good one those are all really good yes (gasps) so this is a good good cusp (laughs) one might say it's magical it is I would say that we we would in In fact we we already said it like 29 times times. so if you didn't hear it uh watch again you'll hear it yeah Anyways, this was a really fun episode. Super really fun. good. Um, loved it. I loved it too. So mm-hmm. um, until next time. Stay witchy, friends. And stay dumb. Dumb Witch Club is written and produced by us, Ashley Sidner. And Jackie Gerard at the Dumb Witch Clubhouse in Orange County, California. Produced and edited by Matt Heinemeyer. Creative director and culture consultant, Violet Turner. Original music by Ashley Sidner. And look us up on all your favorite social media platforms, including Patreon. Until next time, stay witchy, friends. (laughs) And stay dumb.